0: Welcome to the Songs from Space podcast where we share the journey of songwriting. I am your host, Ciola, and I'm here today with episode 4 of the Songs from Space series. To take part of the Songs from Space series challenge, please reference to episode 3 of this same podcast. Today, I want to share a few pearls that Mr. Paul McCartney gave on an impromptu songwriting talk with Impossible. You can find... The original full transcript at medium.com impossible. It's awesome. I recommend it. And in particular, this is a piece of songwriting that motivated and convicted me to spend an afternoon in a studio. Isolated with no cell phone reception. Just guitar and a piano and a Mac. Logic Pro. Locked and loaded. And this song called Again and Again came out. Just as if the song wasn't something of my own. But as if I were discovering a lost city. It was really special. And these tips that McCartney gave helped me and inspire me. So let's see if they help and inspire you to get some songwriting done today. So what took place here is a group of fans sat down with Paul and with Lily Cole, along with a small group of musicians from her Impossible website to discuss his back then forthcoming new single, Hope for the Future, and share his thoughts about songwriting. Paul chatted with Lily and the invite-only audience for about 45 minutes, taking several questions from the audience in attendance. Can I give a songwriting talk, were his first words, that led to such a divine appointment of wisdom and tips. The first question, in terms of music and lyrics, which comes first? And Paul said, it depends. Most of the time, if you're lucky, they come together. You just sit down and start. You start blocking stuff out with sounds. I do anyway. And eventually you hear a little phrase that's starting to work. And then you follow that trail. Next question was, And do you normally ride on guitar or piano? Paul said, Guitar or piano? Yes. Guitar is interesting because you kind of cradle it. You kind of almost cuddle it. You hold it to you and you play. That gives you a certain kind of feeling. With piano, you almost push it away. It's two different attitudes. I'm not sure whether the song is influenced by that but the writing of it is. You're a little more in a thing. When we were writing earlier on, you would kind of find a couple or somewhere to go away and hide. It was like therapy session. If you felt really bad, you'd work it out. You wouldn't talk to the guitar, but you would kind of put your problems into the song. Next question was, when you're writing songs, do you enjoy the collaborative process or do you find it easier by yourself? And Paul replied, You know, the great thing is, there's no rules. Obviously, riding with John was the ultimate collaboration. I think we were both very lucky to find each other, because we played perfectly off of each other. I think we wrote just short of 300 songs together, and I look back on it now in some kind of wonder, because we never had a dry session. Every time we got together and sat down, we would work, only for about three hours, but we would always come up with the song. We met through a friend of mine, who was called Ivan, at the Village Fate. We came together through a common interest of songwriting and then just started having sessions, normally at my house, where we would just try and write something. We wrote our earliest ones, which were very innocent. We didn't think they were good enough, but it was a start and exciting thing to do. We just gradually started to get a little bit better. And that was the great thing about something like songwriting. If you do get better, then really becomes a great journey. Our original songs were all very personal and they all had a personal pronoun in them. Love me do. P.S. I love you. From me to you. She loves you. We were directly trying to communicate with the people who liked us. As it went on, we felt that we didn't have to do that. That was the nice thing. We actually started to climb the staircase and feel that we could get a little bit more complicated. And then Paul continues by saying, I think the point is, you have to do it a lot. And songwriters, listen to this. This is Paul McCartney telling you, you have to do it a lot. It's that Malcolm Gladwell theory of 10,000 hours. He says that's why the Beatles were famous. We did, without knowing it, probably put in about 10,000 hours, he said. And then he continued by saying, I think the more you do it, the more you start to get the hang of it. That's my advice for when kids say to me, what would you do? I just say, write a lot. Write a lot. Don't just write three songs and say, I've written three songs, because it's not enough. Write four and then continue with that. Next question asked, Do you always take the same approach with structure or your idea of no rules? And Paul responds, I think structure is great. But I also like to start with chaos in order to get to the freedom. You know, if you structure too early, it's like, But if you're just creating, just free and flowing from court to court and idea to idea, something then sort of lands that you think is a good idea. Then... I think it's a good idea to structure it. Next question said When writing a song, do you think about the audience you're writing for and does that influence the way that you write the songs? Paul goes, I think sometimes you do. People used to say to me and John, What's the formula? Who writes the chords? Who writes the music? And we say, Well, we both do. Both. You know, sometimes I'm the words, sometimes he's the music. It's just the therapy session I was talking about. It's just you and your angst or your love or your desires or whatever. You're putting that in your song. But then sometimes the other occurs. Like I said, the early songs were always written with fans on mind. So, thank you, girl. We'll be literally be thanking our fans. The other thing is, sometimes you don't know you're putting certain meanings in. I wrote yesterday the lyric, says Paul. And I know, and I know, I know that I think it was about the death of my mom. I didn't then. I think it was kind of a psychological thing. She died, I think, about six years previously. So sometimes you don't know why things are coming. I think you put your feelings into it, and it can get sometimes like you're getting rid of your blues. Next question said, Do you still like all the lyrics you wrote in the past? And are there any that you don't like anymore? And of course, I want to know why if the answer is no. And Paul said, There are lyrics I'm embarrassed by. Like in Rock Show, references to Axe and Jimmy Page. They seem a little bit dated. But they are. That's exactly what they are. What made me less embarrassed was when I said this to a couple of guys in the band. Rusty and Brian particularly. I said, Oh my god, I can't stand that. And axe, Jimmy Page? I'm going, oh God, it just doesn't seem right now. It seems embarrassing. And they say, no, I love that. So it was great. I got their perspective on it. And it sort of made it all right that they didn't think it was remotely embarrassing. So there you have it, my friends. This is the inspiration that I drew from the interview that Impossible had with Paul McCartney. You can reference the full transcript of the talk on medium.com impossible. Paul McCartney is a songwriting legend. Follow his advice, man. Write a lot. Keep that tap water running until it comes out hot. If you partake in the miracle of songwriting, feel free to share it. Maybe we will feature your song on the podcast. Hashtag it songs from space or you can reach out on Twitter and Instagram at songs from space. Thank you so much for listening until the next one.